This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1011 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Recent studies are showing that more and more horses are overweight, so I thought maybe a review was in order. To, the, to that end, today's tip is from Dr. Narita Richards from FeedXL.com, and it's the first of a two-part tip about correctly assessing your horse's body condition score and what those numbers really mean. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings, everybody. Coach Jen here, and I'm with Debbie from Equestrian Collections, and she's got the much-anticipated Equestrian Collections product of the week. Um, This week, I'm going to be featuring an old friend with a new twist. Well, new to me, anyway. This is the Iridian Synergy Tights. Now, I've talked about the Synergy Britches before, about how comfortable they are. They are a blend that Iridian has come out with and came out with that that has some pieces of these breeches or cadence and some are the material that they use, and they put it all together in one. And that's great. But what they've added, and and they've had it for a while, but I just got some. And so, you know, I never feature anything that either I haven't used or somebody that I know has reused. And I'm telling you, this is the most comfortable top I have ever seen. (laughs) They're like yoga pants, only they're riding. They have a top that is very, very soft, and it comes in different colors. And it's, um, it's like... It's like the breeches are their mid-rise, but these of uh, this top can either make them a little bit higher or you can fold it over. But what it is, it's the most comfortable tight I have ever had on and very, very stylish looking because you can get it with the colors on the top. It's called a contrast waistband. Um, these, these, you can just not even beat these types for comfort and style and, um, and just, they're just wonderful. So I know all of your listeners know about Iridian and how wonderful that brand is in, in their breeches and tights. They're probably familiar with the Synergy, but I don't know if they're, they're comfortable or know about the ones with, the, uh, with the, the waistband. So take a look at the Iridian Synergy tights on our website. They're not too expensive. Some of the Iridian breeches are much more expensive, um, and they're worth it. But these are a little bit less expensive, and there are some closeouts in some of the older colors still available. So take a look at those. I think you're going to really, really, really enjoy them. They're, they're very stretchy. All of the Iridian stuff is very stretchy, so it, it, it covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> <laughs> Iridian Synergy tights, they're available for ladies and children. Check them out today yeah. at equestriancollections.com. <laughs> Well, hi, Dr. Richards, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Good morning, Glenn. It's great to be back with you. Your morning, my late afternoon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks remind, for your coordination. <laughs> we'll remind everybody that Dr. Richards is in Australia, where it's winter, and I am in Lexington, Kentucky, where it's summer. Yeah, and I am very envious. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> now, your winters, do they get really bad where you are? 
No, I'm being a sook. Where we are, it's it's pretty mild. Um, we don't even get frosts where we are, so okay. I, I am whinging. Uh, gotcha. You're just playing with me here. <laughs> All right. So, we, you know, we, we have you on. You are with uh, one of our sponsors, FeedXL, and we appreciate you joining us also to do some tips. And I think today you really wanted to talk about body condition, right? I do, yes. Well, tell us about body condition and, and the body condition score. I've heard different versions of this before. Yeah, there is a couple of different versions. I think um, the most widely accepted is the uh, Henneke, which I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it was published in 1983. It's a, a um, 1 to 9 scale. We also have an Australian version, which is a 1 to 5 scale, but I find it just doesn't have enough scope for actually classifying horses as far as their um, condition goes. So what a body condition score is basically is, is looking at how much fat a horse has on its body um, and you're assessing the horse outside of how much um, muscle that horse has. So you sort of have to take into account the differences, say, between a, a Clydesdale or a quarter horse and a, a thoroughbred or a standard bred. I mean, they've got very, very different muscling patterns in most cases, but um, you have to just look at the parts of the body where the fat accumulates so that you're not getting muscle confused with fat, if that makes any sense. Well, I'm certainly glad they don't do this for horse husbands because uh, <laughs> I think I'd be way, I'm often, up, I'd be I'm way often up the poking, scale there. <laughs> I'm often poking my husband in the ribs condition, scoring him as a joke. <laughs> oh, it must, uh, so, it must be horrible. I'm a, I'm a horse. I'm a known as America's horse husband, but it must be terrible being a horse husband of a nutritionist. Oh, I'd man. imagine so. <laughs> and, and also the child of a nutritionist too. You don't oh, get to eat no. anything. <laughs> Jeez, you anyway, can't eat anything so, wrong. <laughs> so condition scoring is is super useful, and it's something that um, everyone who owns a horse should know how to do, um, and also something that you you should do pretty much almost on a daily basis. For me, it's just become a habit. If I come across a horse, um, I'll just almost purely out of habit, we'll just run my hands over them and, and get a gauge for how much fat that horse has on its body. So um, condition scoring you use to determine if you're feeding your horse enough, um, if you're feeding your horse too much. So, you know, if your horse is suddenly starting to put on fat, um, you have to go back and adjust that horse's diet because it's obviously getting too many calories in its diet. Uh, in the reverse, if your horse is starting to lose condition and you're picking that up um, when you're condition scoring your horse, then then something's amiss in the diet as well and that horse isn't either isn't getting enough feed or there's something missing in that diet that's causing it to lose weight. Um, you might have started to work your horse a little harder. Um, and, you, and your feeding program hasn't caught up to that. So it's it's really the, the only way um, to tell if you're feeding your horse the right amount of calories in its diet. It's all well and good to use something like FeedXL, um, which will give you an estimated requirement for energy for that horse. But so many things affect a horse's energy requirements. So even little things like um, the weight of the rider, the terrain it's being ridden on, um, what its temperament's like. So you'll get these nervous horses that seem to fret away quite a bit of their energy or you'll get these really placid horses that um, just don't don't burn up energy fretting at all. So there's all of these different factors. Your climate um, is another one. So the the energy requirements that we calculate um, using FeedXL or that any nutritionist is going to calculate for you, it's only a best guess. Um, you have to condition score your horse as well to to work out 
if you're feeding it the right amount of feed. Okay, so when you say condition score, there's actually a, a sort of rating table, isn't there? There is, yep. Yeah. Um, now, we have a newsletter on our website, which I think you'll refer people to, but it, it gives you some pictures. Um, and, and any number of websites um, will give you diagrams and pictures of horses um, in the different body condition scores. But there is certainly a, a really well-established um, method of condition scoring, and I'll, I'll just run through some yeah. of them yep. now if you'd like. Yeah, sure. um, so score one is what they call poor. Um, now, poor basically is a walking skeleton, and when you see the picture yeah. on our newsletter, it's yeah. just you, you look at these things and think, how are you still alive? Um, you know, I feel sorry for um, horse owners who, who lose horses through colic and, and things with all the best intentions in place, and yet these people who neglect these horses and get them looking like this, and the things are still alive. Um, so they're, they're tough little critters, but basically one is um, – literally a walking skeleton. Uh, condition score two is what we call very thin. Um, so almost a walking skeleton, but there is still just the tiniest little bit of muscle mass there um, over its its rear end and a little in its rump. But basically all of its muscle, nearly all of its muscle is wasted away and you will not find any fat on that horse. So very ribby um, hip bones will be sticking out. You can really see the structure of the the shoulder um the the neck will often be u-shaped as well uh stepping up to score three is what we call thin um again this horse will will be still very ribby um its hip bones will still be very prominent and the structure of the shoulder is is still pretty easy to see um also the the vertebra of the backbone um you'll be able to see quite clearly uh, particularly over its wither but um, depending on how emaciated or how thin it is also over its loin area um did i say ribs sticking out um definitely the ribs of ribs will be really prominent um there will be some muscle on this horse but again there's there's very little to no fat uh, whatsoever on there so scores one two and three you don't want any horse in those categories um they're too thin so if you've got a horse in in any of those categories you need to feed it more um and i will mention here if you've got a horse that's that's in the the poor so the walking skeleton category or even the very thin category that have come from a starvation type situation you need to be really careful how you feed those guys in the first couple of couple of weeks to a couple of months of of refeeding them um there is very good guidelines published and i'll let people just go and look those up um with refeeding starved horses but i know everyone's natural tendency is to want to feed them a lot to build them back up as quickly as possible but um more often than not they will experience what they call refeeding syndrome and they can die it's just too much for their poor body to um to cope with if you give them too much feed too quickly and and that actually will happen with humans too it it does yeah and sadly it happened with a lot of prisoners of war when they they were eventually rescued got out and uh went crazy eating and yeah, yeah, which is, I mean, you know, you find someone who's starving or, or a horse who's starving and you, your natural tendency is to say, Here, here's yeah, food, but yeah, yeah. you need to be really careful. Um, so score four is um, moderately thin, and this is where we get into our, our normal um, categories of horses. So it's quite acceptable for a horse, depending on, on its body type and the type of work it's doing, um, it's quite acceptable for a horse to be in this moderately thin category. So... The, 
these horses, their, their neck and their shoulders aren't obviously thin, so you can't see their bony structure anymore in their shoulders. Um, their neck it shouldn't be U-shaped anymore. Um, you will still, in, in most horses in this condition, you will still be able to see a faint outline of their ribs, and that's probably the easiest way to tell this condition. Um, so their ribs aren't like poking out, but you can you can still just see them when the horse is standing still. Um, their backbone, the vertebrae won't be visible anymore. Um, so there's not there's not a lot of fat on these horses. They're, sh- they're behind their shoulder has still got a lovely nice curve, like sort of in in front of where your girth would go. There's still you know a lovely big dish from their shoulder into their their rib cage there. Um, there's not a lot of fat on these guys, but they should be well muscled and in good condition. Their coat should be lovely and shiny. So they look healthy. Um, they're just on the lighter side. You'll see a lot of um, endurance horses in this category. Um, you'll see some thoroughbred and standard bred race horses when they're getting towards the end of a, a um, racing prep in this category. They're getting just a little bit thin, but um, that that's sort of the types of horses you'll see. Well, there you have it. To links to today's guest, you can go to horsetipdaily.com where you will find lots more tips on topics from barn care to websites for horse people. And thank you very much to Dr. Narita Richards for providing this tip. You can find her website, feedxl.com. It's a service that I use regularly and find very, very useful. And you can have every single one of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. And this podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 